Nah, I'm just I'm a sponge right now. No, nah. it's cool, man. If just yeah. Um, you know what? Actually, I do have a question. Yeah. Um, okay, so when I think about the Bay Area, I think about when the Van song came out. Oh, the pack. The pack. Yo, the pack was like my first. Yo, honestly, the pack is a reason why I started wearing vans. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Facts. I started in ninth grade, bro. I started writing like. This is less than zero. Less than zero. Cool. We got Justo behind the lens, my guy Niall. We got a special guest today. Uh, welcome to the Lesson Zero podcast. Of course, 4th of July edition. By the time you watch this, it'll be past that. But hey, happy 4th of July anyway, man. Uh, what we got coming up on the show, we're going to talk about Kanye. He dropped this news, which is, uh, we'll get into it, man. Apparently, he's running for president. We're going to talk 4th of July, the story out of, the story out of Alabama. Mm. August, I'll see you in the Jada Pinkett uh, open relationship controversy. And um, yeah, man, without further ado, been... Really excited to talk to this dude. When I first wanted to start this podcast, it was about talking about, I wanted to, to discuss things that I truly cared about, but also just talk, uh, talk to people that I thought were just really dope. And with that said, we've got a special guest, born and bred here in the Bay. We got Keezy TV in the building, man. What's up, everybody? What's going on? Yeah. Yo, how would we, like, how should I, like, I was thinking to myself, what should I call you? Because you're like a lot of things. You're a content creator, you're a super dope rollerblader, Sneakerhead, I mean, streetwear influencer. Like, what would you call yourself? All those things, or <laughs> I, I, content creator sounds more like it. Yeah, I mean the the skating content. That's a really old stuff. I just figured I'd just show that to y'all. But yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah I really gravitated to this because when I first um, like the reason I got into like streetwear originally was because I was a skater back in the '90s. Part of that whole like Bones Brigade thing, and I followed like you know Mike. I don't even know people know who these people are, but like Tony Hawk and Mike Vallely and these skaters, and it was like very. It was like pre-Tony Hawk days. The, yeah. The, game, the video game, yeah. Yeah, just the rebelliousness of it all, uniqueness. Mm -hmm. And to me, streetwear was just kind of like an extension of that. Yeah, um, facts. Yeah, man, share your story, bro. Like, I would just lo love to learn how you got into this. Why? Uh, like YouTube specifically, I guess? Just in general. You know, your passion for collecting, your passion for reviewing, just everything. Yeah. Um, got into clothes like everybody else, middle school, high school. It's it's It was the the days of, you know, basically calling each other out and seeing mm. who has the better fit. Yeah. <laughs> then you get into that, then you get introduced to brands like Echo. I mean, that was way back in middle school, right? Echo, and then you had, mm. uh, there was like Jenko jeans. I, don't I know Jenko. Yeah. And uh, and then it evolved, right? Um, then the whole Nike talk thing happened. Uh, mm. What was that? Some, some, somewhere around the early 2000s. And then the whole hyphy movement shit happened. And when hyphy happened, everybody was wearing the same shit right everyone had big old tall tees that you bought at a liquor store mm. you know like the the baggy pants air force ones babes all that kind of stuff and that's what got me into it and i was like wow i really like clothes but it you know that wasn't streetwear back then that was urban wear it, you know, the term streetwear was only coined like three years ago four years ago maybe mm. right for for people that don't know like how would you define streetwear for someone that's just watching this for the first time and they're uh, yeah. not like niche, like a you know you know they're yeah. not really super expert on this. The super layman's term of streetwear is casual wear, which is very broad. But streetwear is a combination of Japanese street fashion, Americana, uh, skateboarding, black culture, uh, hip hop, and grunge, and um, there's one more punk, all combined into one. Mm. <laughs> Sounds wild, but yeah, but that's exactly mm. what it is. And now it's so separated where streetwear is a such a broad term. Now you have you have 15, 16 categories within streetwear. It's like sure. you're at a different type of streetwear. You might not know it, right? Or someone else or someone like myself, I'm into a particular 
brand that now puts me in a different category mm-hmm. right but it's still under the umbrella of streetwear at the end of the day what would that right? be if you had to play the if we're gonna play those categories how me you, yeah like starter kit i'm a collector i guess yeah mainly I, japanese though uh, uh i'm i'm a collector of shit that happened in the 2000s like i'm i'm way more in tune with like wanting those items from back then yeah mm. the, that era from like 2000 2000 yeah just the 2000s all the way up to 2010 like a lot of the items from those but not necessarily like the the hype stuff that everyone loves but like even just like the hyphy that look of like the colorful pants the colorful hats and all that kind of stuff i like to i don't wear it (laughs) i buy it and i own it i'm like this is really cool it's nostalgic so yeah that's really nice i think i'm kind of the same way man like i i mess with stuff that i you know i mean i'll buy like regular things i like to support a lot of like local stores from cities i've lived in so you know for example bay area um i i think i there's like stashed and there's a couple other stores oakland Stash is nice yeah they're really nice yeah yeah, i caught on to them late but they're really nice yeah Yeah. um and then some chicago stores and things like that but for me it's about emotional connection so like you know if i grew up on you know smurfs and Garfield and stuff like that, and I see like kids doing a drop on that. Yeah. I just, you know, automatic. Exactly, yeah. Karate Kid. Yeah, Rocky. Now some some releases are better than others. Yeah, but automatically you're gonna get my attention. Right. So I think that's kind of what you're you're saying, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's um, that's the magic potion, right, for streetwear. It's like, oh, here's this brand, Grailed Grailed SF, or you know, Bait SF, right? And then it's like, oh, Naruto. Mm. You know, you like both. Mm. We're gonna do something. You're gonna buy it. Mm. Right? <laughs> Niall, I know like that your streetwear thing, but I mean, like you understand the whole fashion game. It's not your like expertise, yeah. but yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. I watched um, a few of your videos, so it was pretty cool because I really, I don't know like labels or like you know the you know origins of it, but you know I'm pretty into hip hop and I know how hip hop's influenced. Uh, damn near all of it, you yeah. know, damn near all of it. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I think it's cool. I mean, I definitely want to get more into fashion. I think just growing up or even now i just know that it might be like an investment so but but watching i like the one of your videos you talked about um kind of like um uh, i can't remember the specific one where you can kind of i think it was the the mech one the tech the tech wear oh, you kind of brought the tech wear where you're like you know, we'll you kind of broke down right here on the screen. It's hilarious. Yo, can you break that down real quick, easy? Because yeah. this dude be on his um, I'm not putting it out there. I just love it. I like how you 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 put out a disclaimer in your videos. You're like, yo, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I just you know just just putting it out there. This is strictly my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, star- I love that starter kits. So just whoever doesn't know what a starter kit is, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. But starter kits for clothing. It's like the funniest thing because within clothing, we always like to talk about each other, right? <laughs> and sometimes right. you can pin people in a corner and be like, no, dude, you like these seven things. That's totally you, right? Right. So, the, the, so I did the techwear fit. The techwear fit is like, the techwear fit, they look like those, I like I explained in the video, they look like those guys that pick up money from the banks or inside of the safes at your job. Right. right. What are those people called? Something, um... I mean, I, you I know just the think about Brinks trucks. Them, the Brinks trucks, yeah, yeah, right. they look like They have hella pockets, right? <laughs> Yeah. Hello, Pockets. They got a gun. Wait. I just think about like the Hong Kong protesters too. Uh, huh? The Hong Kong protesters. Yeah, they look like that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah. look like they're, you know, they're they're gonna be in like World War Three or something. I don't right. even know. Like some like some modern World day like assassin. <laughs> so may, maybe I'm the fool here, but I I see those people all the time. What's the point of someone wearing like unless it's part of your job, your occupation? Yeah. Why would someone want to wear something with so much 
technical, like so many pockets in them, including the gun holster, the five different pockets within the pants. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's wild. Um, either they really use the pockets, which I don't think they do. No. I don't think they do. No but, way. You know, I, people just get into certain things, right? Why do people buy like super colorful sneakers? Because you like colorful sneakers, right? That's true. So some people just, they, they get so obsessed with it and like, it's like, it's like taking a hot bath, right? You, you, you first put your foot in, you're like, oh shit, it's hot. And then like 15 minutes later, you're fully submerged in the water. You're like, this is, this is nothing. Mm, right. <laughs> so now you're walking down the street with 20,000 pockets on. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Wild. speaking back to hip hop, you know, I know you're in that space. I know you follow it a lot. It's kind of mm. interesting how, I mean, just like you said, hip hop kind of put this whole fashion game on point. Mm. I always wondered, and this might be, I mean, I'll just ask anyway, mm. how important do you think fashion is to hip hop as far as like hip hop artist success? Is that a weird question? But do you get what I'm saying? Can you imagine like if an artist, can you imagine if Drake or 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 Ye or someone wasn't, you know, they they weren't just that dope fashion-wise? Do you think that would play a part in their success or maybe a detriment? Do you get what I'm saying? Because to me it's like the music and then also image is also strong. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but part of it is like hip-hop artists, they they wear the jewelry, they mm-hmm. they they wear the the dope clothes, blah blah blah. Part of the part of them is to flex, right? Because right. they have an opportunity yeah, to true. flex because they never had it in the beginning. Yeah. Facts or no? You know, you can go first. I got an answer. <laughs> I, got, I definitely got an answer for this. Let's go. I don't look for, to Drake for any fashion advice. Period. End of discussion. Never will. Probably never have. <laughs> right? I think all of his sneakers were a flop. And uh, uh, yeah, he had sneakers. Yeah, yeah he had, I had no he had idea. Jordans. Yes, oh, yeah. that's all right. the OVOs were a flop. I'm sorry if I offended anybody. I have a pair. <laughs> I'm but, embarrassed now. <laughs> hey, well, okay, well, okay, well, in 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 terms of being hyped, and in, in, I mean, it's Drake. He's the biggest well, superstar. I'm doing it for resale, so it's an entirely different thing, right? Yeah. So, like, anyways, um, I mean, they fucked him over too. So I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on here, but they fucked him over on the uh, those Jordan fours too. But, anyways, I mean, he's the he's the biggest he's he's the biggest household. He's like a freaking Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at him for clothing advice. Mm-hmm. So, okay. he, he buys a lot of expensive <laughs> shit, but yeah. 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 Are there any artists that have kind of influenced like your whole like thought process? Absolutely. Besides Kanye. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Let's hear. Um, I mean, I listen to a lot of barrier rap. I don't know if you. Yeah. Or you I'm still well, new. Yeah. I'm still okay. New. He did this documentary. I highly. I'll put the links down below. It is uh, it, it is your storytelling, and I'm not just saying this. It's incredible. Mm. The documentary he did hey. on the Bay Area hyphy movement is fucking awesome word it's awesome bro i want i'll definitely watch that yeah it's real. really knowledgeable and i love i love the fact that it's not like it's not 10 million hours long it's very easy to absorb mm-hmm. word okay yeah, he doesn't say a lot he says what he says is really important but he doesn't say a lot in the hyphy movement what year did that start actually um that's a good question because i just remember like the, the peak oh, right good go, go well i just think about high school right yeah um i i think like my senior year, which would been 2010 yeah. in high school. You heard I, about it. Yeah, I yeah. heard about it. I'm in Arizona, right? Yeah. So I just think about, tell me when to go. Yeah. Like, I just think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. So, tell me when to go was the peak. Okay. Yeah. The, okay. It started probably 2003, oh, maybe. Wow. Okay, wow. I don't know when the word exactly was invented. Keek, Keek invented the word. Mm. Okay. Um, but but he, he invented damn near every word. There's roots to it even in the early, to the early 90s, late 80s. Right, right, yeah. of course. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but it for sure, like the commercialization of hy- like hyphy doesn't necessarily the origination of the word hyphy is not actually like sunglasses, ghost riding, 
you know, back clothes <laughs> and, you know, hyphy music and dancing. That's not really the, the root essence of hyphy was actually it's like, let's just say you're in the hood, I guess. And, you know, your friend gets in the car and it's like, man, get out of my car. You're too hyphy right now. You, mm-hmm. you, I mean, you got a gun on you. This is not like get out of my car. Mm-hmm. Like You're too mm-hmm. active right now. That's originally what that's hyphy. Right. That's like Oakland's version of this is hyphy. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. it, hyphy, the word ended up getting uh, spun and it got commercialized mm-hmm. uh, after um you know either keek and then uh you know mac dre then mac dre passed then everyone all of a sudden because before mac dre passed nobody was on mac dre's wave besides people that were were with mac dre Mm -hmm. right and then once he passed everyone's like oh you know let's like oh we ghost riding the whip we wearing seven hats like we're wearing all these big old t-shirts this and that and then you don't find that out till years later and it's like wait a minute like these people didn't they They didn't know about him when he was alive no they weren't i mean everyone's it's the Bay. Everybody in the Bay, all rappers from the Bay don't really, they don't really get along. They yeah. never really did. I've heard that. Yeah, you know, the Frisco rappers is with the, you know, if Oakland's with Oakland. Like, it's not, mm. it's not as connected as you might think, right? Mm. But, hold on, Thiz actually, Thiz Entertainment did really bring the Bay together as a whole. There was a lot of positive out of it. I mean, mm. I'm, I'm kind of talking in a, in a negative light, but it's no, actually okay. a very positive thing, you know? Mm. So, if you don't mind me asking, why, um, when I first moved here, this is like five years ago, I had heard that the I guess for lack of a better word separatism. Why is that from the Bay? Yeah, because like you know every like every city has its own culture. Chicago drill, you know they they have their own culture, their own vibe. Why do you think that is? Because I did hear that. I don't know what it is. The separatism. I don't know. I mean, I think it depends on situational, and then also it depends on the artist. But there are cases where a lot of artists do you know mess with each other, right? But. I don't know what it is, but the Bay is more entrepreneurial than than other cities, mm. right? Mm. But L.A., Atlanta, and New York, they really help each other. Collab. Right? Mm. Look at the whole the whole slime thing going on with Young Thug and all that. Like, they all build each other up. They're like, oh, Lil Baby's next? Okay, you next. Okay, Gunna's next? Okay, we're working on your shit next. Yeah. Right? And the Bay is like, everyone's like, fending for, everyone's like the Spider-Man meme. Right? They're all pointing fingers at each other. Like, <laughs> 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 wait, wait, wait. No, I'm doing my at first right yeah. so i don't know it's just that's just the culture of it yeah right mm. now what you think any questions man i mean well I, I think it might be just kind of part of human nature on some level i mean i just think about like tribalism right and of course you know a lot of these you know rappers might be associated with gangs so yeah, you know too. that kind yeah. of mentality of like hey this is our set you know that rapper's over there on his set so we ain't gonna rock with him yeah. even though we're in the same city um you know it's kind of like the crabs in the barrel bucket mm. uh unfortunately that's just how it is um yeah that well, can honestly be like a two-hour conversation on its own yeah that's almost a whole new podcast but <laughs> right. like uh the bay is um we're, we're not an entertainment city mm. yeah i know yeah la is an inter- like that's why a lot of people from the 2000s you guys remember um Oh, what is his name there was a rapper there was many rappers that ended up getting they popped off in the bay and they moved to la Oh yeah, there's so many of them. Yeah. Well, so I, wait, are, are we talking about like in the past or current? Actually, past and current. Because Pilo, are you talking about Pilo? Yeah, he did. He move to the yes. to LA. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, it makes more sense as an entertainment. Si- it's like you want to be famous. Yeah. You want to do anything in entertainment? You go to LA. You don't come here. You come here for tech. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not tech wear. <laughs> well, tech wear. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can do both. It's you either LA, Atlanta, or New York. Like all those other rappers. I mean, like 
I mean, even yeah. Chance, he blew up in Chicago, Chicago but he yeah. moved to L.A. I think he might have moved back to Chicago. Yeah. But, I mean, he definitely made moves in L.A. Or they yeah. have a place well, in Atlanta or, or they have a place in Chicago and a place in L.A. and they do most of the work in L.A. Cause yeah, facts. That's what it's the entertainment industry in L.A. for sure. Now, not to talk on Chance too much, but going back to what you were saying with, like, you know, helping each other and things along those lines, Chance started doing uh cyphers and started doing like freestyles at streetwear shops like juggernaut leaders mm. 1354 i know mm. these because i saw it whereas here and maybe again put me on but I, I don't know if i see that right like you don't see like sh I, there's a lot of stores here bro i've never lived in a city where there's so many freaking stores mm. i can name probably 10 retail stores right now mm. you know can you imagine maybe they do it now I don't know, but can you imagine if they open their doors every week and encourage this, encourage exactly what we're talking about, putting artists on. That's what I'm talking for, about. For hip-hop artists, you mean? Well, or just, yeah. just, just we have one spot in the Bay where? for that. Um, it's called The Grill. I think there are mm. actually really two, one or two, or I don't know, but The Grill is where, is like where legendary songs have gone down in Oakland. It's uh, really close to downtown. I think it's West Oakland. Mm. But The they Grill... Yeah, it's still there. Um, you still see a lot of OG artists come through there. I, I've been there a couple times. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, to watch or perform? Yeah, watch. Yeah, I'm not an artist or anything like that, but it's yeah, cool yeah. to to go and see the studio and like that. So. Yeah. yeah Speaking of artistry, man, your um, dude, your content's incredible, man. It really is. I again, Thank you. check it out in the links for sure. You're uh, uh, for people that don't know, you were in the sneakers ad. That's how you and I originally met in the Nike sneakers campaign, and then. <laughs> but before I, that. <laughs> Yeah, I know your sister. Yeah. MC your sister's wedding. I thought it's super dope. One thing that stuck out to me uh, is like for me, look, I just call myself a high level consumer. You know, my mom was a fashion designer, just to let you know back why I got into this. So for mm. me, shoes was always Andre Agassi was the main reason why I got into shoes. Yeah. I started playing tennis and Andre Agassi was my hero. Yeah. He was like the at, back in the day in tennis, he was like the rebel. You know what I mean? He really yeah. stood out with the bright colors, the long hair, the air techs, and my the air tech was the first shoe that I, I got, uh -huh. right? And then just me wanting to, you know, just just build from that is why I got into it, right? Mm. So when I noticed in the secrets campaign is you wore shoes, I, I actually had to look the shoes up. Oh, you, the ACW. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't wearing like I was rocking yeah. the top threes because I wanted to flex. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you know, everyone's wearing like heat. You know what I mean? Or what's considered heat to this day? Yeah. You're wearing heat, but a shoe that I actually I, I I'm not I wasn't familiar with the Nike the what the Cold Wall Zoom. Uh, yeah, a cold wall. Uh, the Zoom Vimero 5s. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. talk to me about the decision on that shoe where you could have probably worn countless others, right? And just, um, you know, like your decision making when it comes to like fashion these days. Like yeah. what what makes you want to mess with a certain brand? Yeah. Uh, so um, that shoe specifically, when they called me, I damn near sold all my Nikes. So I was like, well, I, that wasn't my last one, but I had a bunch of Jordan 1s left. And I was like, well... I think everybody's probably going to either wear ones, fours, or like, I don't know, he was seven, right about that. eights or, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was like, man, like I, and I like that, the, that Zoom Vermeero is actually kind of an ugly shoe if you ask me, but I liked it because it was kind of ugly. If you ever like some, you're like, this you should kind of like go, it but it's ugly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. For <laughs> like sure. it was that shoe in the beginning and then I ended up buying into it. And then, you know, it's a it's a it's kind of like an artsy fartsy uh concept to it where basically the the back heel, you've seen that little tab on the back, right? Yeah. The tab is meant to uh age over time and to, it's supposed to change color. Mm -hmm. Uh and it's supposed to like represent something and you know how sneaker people do, like they, you know, they put these stories to them. So I thought it was <laughs> pretty interesting and I was like, Oh, that's a pretty cool shoe and then I ended up wearing it at the thing. So mm. yeah, that's how I chose that. But mm. what was the other question? Uh no, just streetwear brands or 
fashion brands. Um, what are you into and what makes you, like when you want to mess with a brand, what are you looking for as far as like traits? Um, the narrative. The story behind it? Yeah. It can okay. almost be a shitty product, but if the narrative is good, I'll buy it. Let's hear it. Yeah. Um, well, a, a good example is, uh, you know, the pirate, the whole Pyrex thing that went on? You know? I do know uh, Pyrex. I know okay. Virgil Abloh. He okay. owns part of... Um, Back, I'll just yeah. tell you real quick. He owns part of uh, RSVP. RSVP is a store in right. Chicago. It's Damon off Damon. It's hell expensive. Right. And um, yeah, I got my thoughts on Pyrex. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So Pyrex is not a great product. It's mm -hmm. printed on Champion hoodies. Right. Right. Champion. You get roasted for wearing Champion back in middle school. Facts. Right. You pull up a Champion and be like, "Dog, what did your your mom bought you this?" <laughs> this facts. She, I had Champion socks. Bro. You know. Okay, so you had to hide them though. <laughs> That's true. See, That's you, true. you put it the little Champion little embroidery is like it's game over, you know. But uh, but it's I, I like the narrative of it. It was like it was Virgil. It was he he took the concept of Pyrex. I mean, it is the at root essence of streetwear. He screen printed the word Pyrex twenty three. Pyrex mm. twenty three. The meaning behind it was that. You know, people cook crack in, in yeah. Pyrex pots, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it, was, it was a drug background. It was a D-boy background, right? Yeah. And he spun that, and he was like, well, why can't we put this on to hoodies, right? And, mm -hmm. then, you know, there's more to it, but that was one concept. I, I still like Pyrex. Would I pay $500 for a hoodie? No. Or would I pay a little under that? Yeah, yeah maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. a, little, a little bit. <laughs> no, I appreciate the context, man. Yeah. I know you're a big uh, Babesta fan. Uh, your channel's there's insane. There's a... Um, you know, talking about story, uh, one video I saw, you talked about, um, damn, I forgot his name, but uh, this, it, I think the kid maybe is from the UK. He's he's black. He's super young. I think he's Nigel he's Sylvester. Sorry, no, I don't know. Oh no, he's not from the UK. Sorry. Uh, but <laughs> I was like, well, he's from I Europe. Know, I, I, yeah, you're right. I know he's from Europe. He had a European. He had a UK accent, but he's like young. He's still going to college, and he was getting endorsements from what did you call it? Damn, sense. Oh, he was on sense. Eastwood Donzo. Oh yeah, Eastwood Donzo. Yeah. See that now that name clicked because yeah. that's a good name. See, that's too. also a good narrative. Yeah, his story is pretty dope. Yeah. So like, I think that's pretty cool that you know, you say narrative is the first thing. Yeah. Know? And then, of course, and if you look at his clothing, it's not the it's not revolutionary, mm -hmm. but I like the narrative, so I'm gonna buy. Like, I mean, you know, that's like the biggest issue, right? People start, I'm sure you've had people that approach you or whatever, or even, even as friends of friends, you have people mm -hmm. that make clothing brand names and it'll oh, be yeah. like, it'd be like super hype club and it'll be like a BOGO, <laughs> right? And you're like, dog, what? <laughs> like, what is it? First of all, you copying and then second, like there's no story. You're just making this because you want to make money, right? Or, right? or the hustle concept. You've seen those hustle brands? Yes. Hustle, hustle hard. Or, yeah. Oh my God. And it's God. like, okay, wait, so you want me to hustle or you 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 know that you understand that I hustle. You want to make a clothing brand that supports that I hustle, but yet I'm paying you to support your hustle. So what? <laughs> so right. I'm not, I'm buying into the wrong narrative, right? That's not right. a narrative, in, in fact. Casey, right. let me ask you this: Do you think that's an age thing? Like you know, because do you the think like hard. well, no, just everything you're talking about. Like you think like like sixteen year old kids. No offense. Please support. Uh, but do, do you think like the, the, the younger end really care about the context behind the meaning behind some of these brands or it's just about buying the hype? Um, I think at first they don't because at first I didn't. Right. I got mm. into Echo because everyone at school was wearing Echo. Sure. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and then later on you, you get into sneakers and Jordans. I didn't really know. I just knew that Jordans were dope. And I would see them online on Google Images. I'm like, I can't afford this shit, but it's so sick. Mm -hmm. like, where do you get this? Mm -hmm. Right? 
and then getting older and then you do more homework on it and then you get more you know whatever but everybody starts out as like a you know as a newbie you, you, you don't know there's yeah. no how, how can you know I appreciate how that. How can you it. know? Yeah. Right? Um, right. Talking about Ivisu, man. You, I, I've, you know, I've heard of the brand. I, even back in, what, 2005, 2006, around that. Yeah. I, I never really messed with it. I don't know why, but I started doing some research after because you, because your, your, your content. And um, talk to me about that. Like, why you gravitate it so, you know, so yeah. deeply. Um, mm. in, in 2005, 2006, Ivisus were treated as like the Ferrari of denim. Straight up. Mm. Like, if you had the... If, even if you just had the little logo, people know it's like, oh, those are the, you know what I mean? It's different now. It's not the same. You mm. got Levi's on. I got Evisus. This is from Japan. You can't get this, mm. right? Mm. But I think that's what tied me into it. But then there's, um, you know, another another brand that has a, a crazy narrative to it. And then also, um, since living here in in the U.S., not even just the Bay, you can't from the from the 2000s up until maybe 2012 ish mm. area. It was just hard to get. You couldn't get it. As someone that I really wanted to buy into it, even though it died, no one cared about it. No one bought it anymore. I'm like, man, I still want to buy this, but I can't buy it, mm-hmm. right? So through all those years, I still was trying my best to buy as much as I can through used on eBay and Grailed. And um, yeah, and then anytime I go to Asia, I, that's like the first place I go. I'm like, man, I, it's like reliving my childhood. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. I, this is all the shit I couldn't buy when I was younger, man. I, I'm going to get it now. Very so, similar stories. Very yeah. similar stories. I, 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 I mess with what you're saying. Yeah. Are they? They're kind of baggy, though, right? They're not like skinny. They're Some not slim. Yeah. The the they now they make damn near. There's over 15, 16 different cuts that they make. But mm. uh, previously, though, they're super baggy. Yeah. They were, are they just yeah. pants or they have like shirts? Oh, they got everything. Yeah. Well, okay. so originally, uh, Ivisu, the true Japanese Ivisu, is a golf brand. The owner. Yamane used to like to golf, and it, mm. and if you go to Japan, which you should, uh, <laughs> uh, when you go to Japan, how to. about that? If you yeah. happen to visit, the actual store is like walking into a denim museum. It's like, it and it also they have like golf club sticks in there and stuff, and it's all Evisu'd out. It's like all Evisu logo. This is all. their brick and mortar. This That's is their, their store in Japan, right? But if you go to their international stores, it's a completely different story. It's kind of more of a cookie cutter mm. uh, Evisu that you're getting. But yeah. Hey, so uh, talk to me as far as like when it comes to like the consumer experience in Japan, how does it differentiate from the United States? I've always heard yeah. that it's more of an experience. Yeah. Um, just everything Japan does, it's like, imagine, um, like the Japanese are like the German of the Asians, right? They, mm. when, they make pro- <laughs> when they make products. No, maybe not necessarily other cultural like that, things. Right? But when you make products, but you know, when you make something from like Italy or, 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 or Germany, you know it's going to be like A1, right? Mm. Or maybe not in today's times, I don't know. But when you talk about Japan, damn near every product they make, it could be the smallest little thing and it'll be packaged, you know, you'd be like, you didn't even need to package it like this. Like, why is it like this? It's so good, you know, in that aspect. So, mm. yeah, that's why it's better, period. And they, culturally, they, they're they very neat and orderly, right? I mean, you, you've been there, yeah. right? Even yeah. when you take the escalators, everybody knows to stand on one side. Like, yeah. if you do that in the U.S., what am I saying, do that? You, nobody does that in the U.S. Nah. <laughs> It just doesn't happen. <laughs> right. Have you been to um, the Kith store? In, uh, yeah. They got one in New York. They got one yeah. in LA. Yeah. I think they got one in Tokyo. Yeah, I went to that one. You did? Yeah, the ice cream store. I didn't buy any ice cream, but yeah, it was cool. Treats? Yeah, the treats. It's kind of a cool idea what Ronnie did. Yeah, it is pretty tight. So yeah. basically, uh, Niall, Kith is a brand, right? It's a clothing brand. This Kith? Kith, K-I-T-H. Okay. Um, And the, the founder's name is Ronnie Feig. And... 
I, I get what he's doing. It's a cool idea. He uh, opened um, this Kith Treats bar. Basically, it's just serving ice cream. Okay. It's like a dessert while you're, to elevate your shopping experience. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. But this guy sells merch now. He's building, it's another revenue stream for him. He's a oh. smart dude. But I like Ronnie um, because everything he posts, like he'll post stuff that he, like his favorite movies from the Bronx Tale to like Goodfellas. Mm. He, he posts things that it's like, man, this guy is me. Mm. If I was successful, I would be him. Wow. I'd want to be him. You know what I mean? Like I just I don't like I think going back to the whole like, you know, context and like emotionally connecting with something, I emotionally connect with that brand. And um I like his experience, man. I mean, I know all the clothes aren't dope, but I, mm. I, I like his clothes. I think it's good quality. I love your thoughts on this. Good quality. I like the fact that most of it's clean. Yeah. And um that's what I'll say about that. Thoughts? It's uh like I'll, I'll go on to say that I think it's really hard because I have a lot of friends that own like stores, like just retail outlets in Chicago. Yeah. And um, I, I see the grind. It's really hard for a brand. It's one thing because a lot of retail outlets have to carry other people's brands to stay afloat. But to have your own brand, standalone brand. I'm talking about Kith or whoever. You know what yeah. I mean? Babe. You know, for them to have a standalone brand and be successful and people f with you just for your, that for that brand, very rare. True. Yeah, very true. Very hard. Yeah. I mean, it's got its cult. Kith has his cult following. I've never bought anything Kith, though. I don't really? Know. No, I just, I've never seen anything that I've liked. I thought you'd be, because yeah. before we started the podcast, I thought you'd be a heavy consumer because you're like, you know, super clean, right? Yeah. Like super, it seems like pretty simplistic yeah. when it comes to things. Quality I think, I don't know. Yeah, I just never, I've been to a lot of the stores and I've just mm. never seen anything where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy this right now. So, um Watch me say that right next year. I'm buying a whole bunch of it. <laughs> living contradiction, you know. But in your in your, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, I'm just I'm a sponge right now. No, nah. it's cool, man. If just yeah. Um, you know what? Actually, I do have a question. Yeah. Um. Okay. So when I think about the Bay Area, I think about when the Van song came out. Oh, the pack. The pack. Yo, the pack was <laughs> like my <laughs> first. <laughs> yo, honestly, the pack <laughs> is a reason why I started wearing rap. vans. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Facts. I started in wow. ninth grade, bro. I started writing like, because I always written. I've always written poetry, you know, growing up as a kid. Oh, but like, when it came to like rap, kind of like doing it like in a yeah. core bar, like with some beats. Yeah. You know, it was from the pack, like the way there. I just remember writing. I remember I got LRG clothes. LRG was like my yeah. shit back then, bro. That was big, <laughs> dude. I yeah. know, bro. It was ninth grade. LRG was stupid. Yeah. And I, you know. Uh, it's funny because I I don't smoke weed, but like everyone who's doing it smoke weed, like why are you wearing LRG? You don't smoke weed. I'm like I just love LRG and I love the pack and I know that they were like repping that. Yeah. You know. So anyway, I just think of the Vans and I just remember thinking back, like no one was wearing Vans until nope. that song came out. Nope. And um anyway, I just think about how crazy how how much hip hop like has contributed to these you know the these, narrative these uh you know yeah. these uh designers and you know how much it lifted up. Now Vans are like $50 shoes and all this. And I think it's because still that song yeah, like popped it, it off. Played apart. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Everything is I dope. mean, that's like a product of the environment, right? I mean, a lot of people from Cali wear Vans. Mm, that's true. No matter what race, right? If you, if you're in New York, and wore vans back then. They'd be like, dog, what are you doing? Air Force Hell ones no, and Tim's yeah. all day, man. <laughs> Uptowns right. and Tim's, yeah, exactly. Right. But like, you know, in Cali, you got so many mixed. L.A. and the Bay, you have so many mixed. And maybe even Arizona at this point is so stretched out to the oh, West yeah, Coast. Oh, yeah, Arizona for sure. Right? I mean, it's a very mixed uh, uh, ethnicity. So people just, people kind of just, the dressing style is not specific to a race, mm -hmm. you know. Right. So Speaking of the brand thing, what are you messing with right now, like currently? 
like current brands are there is there anything that you're on right now that you think deserves some recognition mm. amy is it amy ald amy leandori you like them um like new like current brands is well that yeah you? like i mean obviously ibisu back in 2005 2006 like yeah. you were saying uh babe's been around forever yeah so i was just 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 curious yeah do you guys remember red monkey heard of him yes. red monkey jeans i don't, mm. I don't know it was the same know. era as uh as as ivisu and red monkey jeans was like it was really baggy pants with like these really huge pockets and they would always embroider something on them it sometimes would be kind of a provocative <laughs> thing mm. but <laughs> yeah but they're dope pants though it was yeah they're still very expensive too they're like 400 something wow smackaroons mm. you know wow yeah. that's a whole thing for me is like the cost of some of this stuff you know what i mean like even yeah. if something's dope i just have a for me i guess i'm just I have an issue paying for a lot of money for one article of clothing just because it's like, at the end of the day, it's a piece of clothing. That's mm-hmm. how I've always been, though. So I have like a limitation. Yeah, so yeah. when I see hype beasts, you know, when I moved here, I was telling you off camera, like, I've never seen so many hype beasts in my life. Like, Niall, like, you know, the people that wear like the babe, the supreme all over their body? Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's right. The, it's the sneaker con starter pack. Is that what it's called? The yeah, sneaker I think con. So. Yeah. You've been to sneaker con? No, I haven't. I have. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, though. like yeah. in every almost every year it changes. Well, every two years it changes when you go to sneaker cons. But like 80 percent of the kids in there and the, and the adults kind of wear something similar. Like 20 2017, it was like the Supreme Fanny, Supreme Bogo, <laughs> and it'll be like Bape Shark shorts or something like yeah. that with yeah. like Jordan ones. He's got it, dude. And a Supreme Five panel. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, now I don't want to change. I don't know what it is now. I mean, COVID, right? But yeah. Any any comments on that? Like just on hypebeast in general? Again, not knocking anyone. I'm just curious. Like, Uh, it. I think it's just really interesting that the stuff that I got, you know, people that were in the 2000s that got involved with like Nike Talk and bought into Dunks and Babes back then, before hypebeast was like a thing. Hypebeast was a derogatory form or or word. Mm. Now it's. You can call someone a hypebeast and be like, yeah, I am a hypebeast. Yeah, it's getting them shine, really. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, you're right. You, I remember hypebeast being a... Yeah, I remember that wasn't too long ago. That was like 2012. It yeah. It was considered like, damn, hypebeast. Yeah. Something like that. Now it's like... No one gives a shit anymore. Right. Yeah, people own up to it. In right. Fact, which is, you know, it is what it is. Right, but, right. I mean, and, but all those brands that I grew up on back then that I got made fun of for wearing... Because it wasn't, cons- there was streetwear was not on this platform. Now people, yeah. every every celebrity wears yeah. streetwear. What celebrity doesn't wear streetwear now? He's right about it that. It was looked down upon in the two thousands. Celebrities wore suits back then, right? Or some, I don't know what the fuck they wore. Right. Is what, the, what did they wear? You're no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Is the yeah. analogy would be like kind of like skating? I remember back yeah. in the day, skating we were looked upon as like yeah, ostracized, a- yeah, absolutely idiots, and now dumbasses. Now y'all popping. Yeah, it's commercial mainstream, bro. After right. the X Games. And then I don't even know if X Games still around, but um, yeah. And then Lil Wayne started skateboarding. Yeah, right. right? And you got Bieber, all this, Justin Bieber. It's on every damn commercial. Right. You know. Anyways, yeah. It's like, it's on this different. You know. Yeah, thing. I mean, I just think about. I mean, just think about historically with hip hop. Exactly. I mean, hip hop popped off. Yeah. You know, people were talking crap about it. People, you know. Now you got Billie Eilish. Now you got everybody, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying Billie Eilish what? taking the swag of. <laughs> Hip hop, yeah, you know, and then, yeah, yeah, 
It's a me- it's a mess. It's a mess that can't it's be a, solved. It's and, a mess. And at that point, it's it's so evolved that you can't. What are you gonna do? You can't. You just you can't either participate or you be a, a, a an elitist. Right. Oh, we shouldn't be yeah. promoting this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do like, oh, Shut your ass up. Yeah, um, <laughs> let's Grow pivot up. real quick, man. Let's talk about Kanye, dude. So uh, the other day he announced his uh, run for the presidency. Yeah. So mm. that's big news. And then the week prior he announced. Uh, oh, I gotta get your thoughts on the Gap thing. Are you gonna yeah. buy the clothes? Um. <laughs> I'll look at it. Niall is not. He made that clear in the last podcast. I'm indifferent. <laughs> I have to wait and kind of gauge it yeah. because I always want to give things a chance. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, people are speculating he's going to have his own Yeezy Gap stores like in the next five years. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, a 10-year contract. No, 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 no. His own Yeezy Gap stores. Right now, they're uh, saying that the clothes will be carried inside the store, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all hypothetical. But yeah. then his own. Can you imagine? Like, you're going to go on Hate Street and you're going to see Yeezy Gap? I can imagine it. Absolutely. Yeah, mm, that's look, crazy. Look, Kanye is politically and non-politically as an artist, he is, or not he is, yeah, no, he is. He is somebody that he he'll tell you he's gonna do something, and he just does it, man. And like, mm. and whether you think it's right or not, right? Mm. And most of the time, people don't catch on to what he's doing till three, four years later. Make Clo- a point there. Clothing wise, yeah. Sound wise, mm-hmm. music wise, uh, maybe not as much politically. But you you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I'm saying about uh, Yeezus. I remember Yeezus was de- Yeezus was definitely ahead of its time when it dropped. People were Bruh. crapping out. I enjoyed Yeezus. College actually, dropout. I remember, yeah, yeah. Pink yeah. polo. He yeah. wore a pink polo. That yeah. was during time when people were wearing the Dipset. True. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, Bandanas, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Big old like American flag. Like, come on. He pulled up in a pink polo that was fitted. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think musically, uh, like. Uh, fashion wise, Kanye is definitely like brilliant in that yeah, way. So absolutely. I guess my only thing is like how like he views or like politically how he, you know, wants to access capital. I don't agree with, you know, right. and you know, I just think like him running for, for president, obviously he knows he's not going to win, but it will help his sales at the gap. The I, gap deal is going to help his sales. A hundred percent. I'm not quite sure that he's not aware that he's not going to win. I can't I, say that. I actually think he might win. I don't think so. What? 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 Well, let me ask you this question: Did you think Trump was going to win? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no I do. I don't I didn't think he was going to win. The first time he ran. No. See, that's what I'm saying. This is the first time is, Kanye is, is running. Is Kanye running as a Republican? I have no idea what he's running Keezy. for. I have no idea what he's running for. America is made up, guys. Tell me if I'm wrong, but America is made up of not all tastemakers and influencers, right? I understand. It's, it's mainly made up of middle America. I'm saying it without saying it. You want me to say it? For sure. White. Yeah. White. Of course. Right? Okay. So that's, gosh, 70, 80% of it, right? Mm-hmm. So you think they're going to vote for Kanye West? Do you think Do you think no. a, a majority of Kanye's in, um, consumers are black? No. What do you think they are? I think they come from all- well, I think I, they're I, okay. white kids now. Hold on. Hold on. But they're mainly on the- Not now. Been that way. For sure. Wait, hold on. At least the all past major 10 years. Artists, all major rap artists- their consumer base, 80% of it is white. Right. Straight up. Right. Probably, you got to be 18 to vote, right? Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you, they're 18 to 30, bro. Majority of them, I'm going to call, they're younger. So it's going to take all of them to come out because it's a numbers game, right? So you're not going to beat, you're not going to, you're not going to win Alabama. You're not going to win the Southern States. You're not going to win Middle America. Not, not my, this is, and to me, it's pretty, pretty common, right? I mean, this is pretty easy to grasp right like i don't it's gonna have to take every single young person to go in there and actually care that care that much right and i think the thing is no 
for Trump, when we think about Trump, like, oh, we didn't think Trump was going to win. Trump has much more money than Kanye. I mean, he has well, way Trump is more not money. a billionaire, though. He never was. Kanye is a billionaire. Well, now. Niall doesn't think Kanye's a billionaire. I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think he is. I don't think so, man. I mean, if that was the case, like, why is he teaming up with Gap? Like, I feel like a lot of these people, you know, a lot of these rappers, they just become like promoters on some sense. I think about P. Diddy. He's, he's a, you know, he's promoting Ciroc. Like, they should be able wait, to. Wait, wait, have- hold on, hold on. Why do you think Kanye teamed up with Adidas? Niall, you said this in the T- last podcast. Adidas was dying. Yeah. Well, it was dying, but also you said this. You said mm. because he's narcissistic and he wants to get his. I said because he said he said in past interviews he wants to get his brand literally everywhere. He wants everyone to wear his shoes, everyone to wear his brand. Am I wrong? Right. Well, I just think about what we talked about with like a brand that makes their own, shit, right? Like they have their own factories, all that stuff. I just feel like if he is a billionaire, why why can't he take make that move? himself so so like okay so it's like you don't want to invest his own money man it's like if yeah. you if you're a sh- <laughs> if you're a, a restaurant owner i guess right uh-huh. or if you want to start a restaurant right and you have the capital but yet there is a there's a, a restaurant business out there that isn't necessarily doing as hot okay aka gap not doing so great yeah okay um and has all the factories has everything set up has the tailors, mm-hmm. right? Or for restaurant purposes, has the chefs, has the, has the, uh, 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 whatever you need, all the tools that you need to make what you want to make. Mm-hmm. But yet it still has the name attached to it and you're going to get paid. Mm-hmm. You don't have to spend any money. You're going to get paid. I don't know how much they're paying him, by the way, but you're going to get paid mm. right. to do it right. during the process. That makes a point. And also, Gap is an even playing field. Gap is an even playing field. Fuck where's Gap? Sorry. No, it's okay. Who, who the fuck wears Gap? Nobody wears Gap. Nah. Right? Because it's dying. <laughs> so you're saying as, as a retail space, Gap is dying. Right. So this is like a reset to zero. Is that what you mean? Exactly. And also, Gap has its the. I mean, its image of Gap is what? It's like moms that buy you know kids their mm. clothing for school. Maybe you know dads go in there and buy some shit. But recent times, the past three four years, it got a little trendy. I don't know who was on the design board, and then it just kind of you know. It is what it is. Now you got Kanye jumping on, on board. No different than what he did with Adidas. Adidas was going to die. I swear to God. Adidas actually mm. is still fucking up right now. Yeah. You know? Aside from Yeezys, yeah. Exactly. If, yeah. if, 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 if <laughs> well, Yeezy wasn't on Adidas. I'm oh. sorry. If Yeezy, Pharrell, and who else? There's one other person. Beyonce was a flop. Kylie was a flop. Those are billionaire. Like, bruh. The NMDs <laughs> had a wave. Big wave. Ultra you, you Boost heard, had a wave. You hear their word had? Okay, <laughs> I was part of that wave. So. <laughs> I was part of that wave. I, I mean, I can't lie. I was too. I'm, I well, I, I bought like one NMD and that was it. But I mean, you know, I understand the the movement that was behind it and whatever. But they f***ed it up. They f***ed it up. Well, how could they have not f***ed it up? I mean, nothing lasts forever, dude. I mean, just fashion. Like, do you gonna tell saying? me that Jordan ones aren't gonna last forever? You know how iconic. It's iconic. You know was... how iconic NMD is not an iconic shoe. Okay, that's true. what is what is that. Let me show you. MMD, is that a <laughs> You're gonna recognize a- NMDs a style. It's kind? right behind you, bro. I got no, no, many it's, NMDs. It's not um... <laughs> NMDs. <laughs> NMDs. R ones. R two. Kylie's. This, no, no, bro. This. Tell me you don't recognize that shoe. I do. Exactly. That's an NMD. Of, okay. How many people you know wear NMDs? Anymore? Everyone. Anymore. I know a lot of girls who rep that. Well, yeah, because I got it at the outlet. But you know what I'm I saying. I think a general consumer key. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just telling you like it is. Depends who you're talking to. You are a 
I call you a tastemaker to the nth degree. Probably one of the most impressive I've ever seen. But like a general person, I think still will buy. And here's the thing. Yes, general the, consumer. Yes, you're right. You're right. Right. Yes. Ultra Boost, NMDs. So it kind of helped. I mean, for exposure, I mean, look, it all goes back to Kanye. I think he helped with exposure. Bottom line. That's I get yeah. that. I get that. But I still want to talk about power. Now, I'm going to keep it real. Kanye West <laughs> might be a billionaire with the help of Kim Kardashian. But I do know people like Trump, people like Joe Biden, they have power. They have old money. You know, like I always talked about this in my past episodes about, you know, Kanye West is a black American. He's ADOS. It's called American Descendants of Slavery. You know, he's the center of slavery in America, meaning, Absolutely. you know, we don't have generational wealth. People like Trump, people like Joe Biden, people like Clinton, they got old money. They have mm -hmm. old money. This is the money that Kanye West have is it's income. What Trump has, he had old money. He might not be a billionaire. I think he's a billionaire, if anything. Regardless, he has social capital, meaning so when they start doing promotion ads for for you know to get people to get garner votes. Trump is going to have access to that. Joe Biden is going to have access to that. I don't know if Kanye is going to have access to that. To mm. me, like for him to have that kind of level, he would he would have had to already be what that guy in Japan who was doing ice creams or whatever. Like he would already mm. need to have some kind of factory, not doing, you know, partnerships with people, but like already have an establishment. And I because, understand. So I'm just saying, I know I know what what is called the decadent veil. A lot of rappers that you know. Uh, like Jay-Z, you know, uh, P. Diddy, they, you know, display their their richness, right? Which they are rich, but there's a difference between rich and wealth. And I do know that they're not as wealthy as as what we think they are, you yeah. know, because I just know historically of my yeah, people. A, a lot of the time, though, when people run for president, they don't spend all of their own money, bro. Right. That's, that's I'm, I'm not trying to prove you wrong at all, no, 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 right? No. Because it's about sponsorships and endorsements and linking. It's politicking, right? You right. link right. with this person. Oh, you're a billionaire. Oh, you know, you're hey, lobbying you're for money from others, right? Okay, well, can we, you know, help push this campaign, whatever? Right. So maybe on that aspect, Kanye might not have the connections. I get that on the political side because he's mm -hmm. more of the, I guess, influence, whatever you want to call it, right? Sneakers, right. fashion, music, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe he might not have those connections. But again, he's also a guy that will prove you wrong. Mm. And three, four years later, you'd be like, well, f mm. well, you know, I want to find out. <laughs> I didn't. He uh, could be yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just want people to know my vote is for sale. So <laughs> what that means is I want to know his policies. Stimulus. I w <laughs> my right. vote is for sale. So, you know, I'm going to keep it real. Uh, I'm a big uh, uh advocate for as you guys know rep reparations, reparations right. and a black agenda to close the racial wealth gap i want to know if kanye west supports that i want to know who supports that i want to know joe biden supports that i already know trump don't support that so until i know my my vote is for sale so it's very possible kanye west might get my vote but i gotta know his policies i'm not gonna be a fanboy and just vote yeah. for anyone just because they're democrat or because they're so-and-so like i want to know how they're going to impact for me i think voting should be an exchange not a gift that's what i that's what i believe so gotta be my like no that makes point. sense yeah. are you guys indulge yourself into uh conspiracies it depends not, what I'm kind of conspiracies i believe in a fireworks conspiracy conspiracy talk to us go ahead no you go actually but. well i'm not i'm not going to share the conspiracy but i've i've melted my brain way too much with conspiracies at this point especially with the presidency and all the people that are in power right now for congress and all those other type of shit uh -huh. that i don't know what to believe 
that's I'll share some yeah. links with you guys later. Maybe you can put it on the podcast. That's why I don't follow any conspiracy theories, but share share with us one. Maybe one, yeah. Well, one? I mean, the fact that okay, so like I don't want to get too deep into it because then now this is just this is a political podcast now, right? Uh, the the KKK was started from Democrats. Okay. And every everybody that's a, a POC wants to be a Democrat. Okay. And in fact, the the current people in power, there's fa- there's factual information on this shit. Okay. I mm-hmm. sound like a conspiracy theorist at this point. He's not uh, already no, good. I. But there's there's already facts that the people that are in power that are Democrats are part of the KKK and have been endorsed by the KKK. You know okay? what? I've heard that, but I never... I never. There's factual... Well, infor- they have, well, that's they not have, a conspiracy. That's true. They have an actual clip of... Who is it? Uh, Joe Biden. And he's talking at his rally, whatever the f*** he's doing. I don't know what he's doing. Uh-huh. And on the back, there's a guy just so happens to be standing there with a chain that is like this big uh-huh. of the KKK symbol. So you can't like... Okay, well, what you mean? that's not a conspiracy. That's real. That's that's truth. Like, you know, there was a political change. Like, okay, when Lincoln was in, you know, he was a Republican, right? But their ideals are different from what they are now. There was like a legit switch. But regardless, like off top, there's there's KKK members and Democrats or there's Democrats who are who have, you know, received money from lobbyists that are part of the KKK. Yes, they're like high-ranking On Democrat KKK, side yeah. and Republican side. So yeah. I do know, like, when it comes to power, and I, you know, I don't say this lightly, I talk about, like, white supremacy. It's on both, it's a. It's two sides of the same coin. So Democrat, Republican. I mean, just, I mean, you just gotta look at it like that. And you, I mean, to, for me, like, as a black person, not like just as a P, not just a POC, but like a black person, you know, I see that because I just know, okay, what policies did, did these Democrats um, put in? You know, I think about Clinton and Joe Biden. He put in the uh, the crime bill, which which vastly put black people in prisons. You know, so a lot of these Democrats. Joe Biden that, is not on your side. I'm going to say that. Well, I that's mean, a fact. I know yeah. that. That's why yeah, I'm no. like my vote. <laughs> I mean, Joe I Biden my, a weirdo. Like, I just say that. I don't put that on wax. He a weirdo and he a pedophile. Straight up. So here's my question then. I'm sorry. You've seen them <laughs> clips, right? I've seen it. Look, I, I know it. I know sorry, it. Sorry, so. not sorry. You no, 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 no. I'm nasty ass old man. I'm not endorsing that man for sure. So my question is, what's the resolution then? For me, I just I just look for the, the solutions or the possible <clears throat> solutions. Are there any? Uh, Each. Uh, like, what do you suggest? Like, what? As far as voting? Yeah, and also next steps. After everything you just said, because we're not going to go too deep, but I think I, we, we get the big picture. Well, I mean, a lot of these people that are in power, they were in power because we put them in power. We voted these people in. I mean, it's like, you know. Well, you and I didn't, but you're saying the majority did. I mean, well, I did. I mean, I voted for Obama. You no, know what I mean? Got and, it. Okay. And, the, and, the, and, the, and the chain keeps going, and I voted for Hillary Clinton. That chain keeps going in. We got to vote for people based on policies. We can't just vote for people whether they're blue or red. And I mean, that mm. for Democrats and Republicans, people shouldn't vote for Trump just because he he's, you know, brash. What is he supporting? Yeah. The most most poor, you know, white people that are voted for Trump, his policies don't support them. Yeah. Like they don't impact their lives. He's he supports rich, rich white people. Right. Does tax he supports cuts- himself. Right, he supports his, his he supports it. his people. So, and the Democrats, they don't do too much different than what the Republicans are doing now. But I'm just saying, we need to vote based on policy. So I just, I mean, he's right. I didn't want to turn this to a political podcast. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's cool. But like, cool. we got, we definitely got to vote like based on policy. So you know, 
I'm if I if I don't have a president who's going to vote for policies that I agree with, I'm voting down ballot, which means that you vote, you go vote, you vote for your state and local initiatives because there are things that impact your community that you need to vote for, you need to support. But when it comes to president, you leave blank or you support somebody else. You know, some people are writing in names. I'm writing in reparations. I'm writing in ADOS. Because what that would do, that sends a message so that when the Democrats, if they lose, they need to know, man, we got to have a candidate in there that's going to support based on policies and not just because we put him there. Uh, to take that even further, if we were to just talk about, I mean, all communities need to be treated how that community is. I can't mm-hmm. say differently, but like it, it is kind of differently, mm-hmm. right? The black community needs to be treated differently. The Asian community needs to be t- treated differently. But more importantly, the black community, because black community doesn't have generational wealth, right? right. You go to Chinatown, you see Chinese banks, mm-hmm. right? You see Chinese jewelry stores, you see mm-hmm. Chinese everything, insurance. When you go to the black community, you don't see that. Great point. Right? You, when Thank you go you. to the Hispanic community, you don't see that. So if you take not only the local vote, you need to go even further. There needs there needs to be some kind of unified part for the black community, Latin community, whatever, that is unified in a way where you can eventually have those things. Right. And then you can say, fuck you, right? Because if the if the government tries to come in and infiltrate or whatever, right. it's you can't. Right. This is our community. Done, yeah. right. What you do right. what you mean? The, That's why right. you talk about Chinatown, they're the last people to get gentrified. Right. Why? They own the land. Right. That's facts. They have <laughs> old Chinese men like, power. no, 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 you're not coming here. <laughs> Just like you're that. Not, yeah. Yeah. I, Who are you? You know? I right. will say this though, now I mean, you know, I think that people are trying. I think that there's definite like the silver lining to this is that I see people supporting black owned businesses and trying to build kind of attesting to what you're saying definitely more than ever and i know that it's maybe a little mm. reactive based off the situation the country's in right now but right. hey man you gotta start somewhere right no yeah there's definitely people there's definitely good people you know like you guys that you know get it understand support black businesses that's great and i just think okay that's on you know uh just first level the next level would be politically so that we can have our own economic power because things that happen to us we yeah. wouldn't have to worry about like we would have a black american town we would have all those things mm. but like white america and the politicians that are in there democrat and republican made that impossible for us so now that's why reparations closing the racial wealth gap which is huge mm. um well i, I know the my, time's running out but just stop watching the news okay man we, we actually we actually ended up talking about politics more than actual the streetwear <laughs> I'm super sorry, bro. Oh, <laughs> hey, the political climate, how can you how not? How can you not, right? That's facts. Right? I mean, it's like, even if you're not a political person, at this point, you have to be. I'm right. not a political person at all. Mm. Well, at all. I mean, you know, and I think, but you're definitely, definitely, and I, I appreciate the, the passion yeah. for what the situation the country's yeah, in right now. Yeah, it's good to be politically aware, yeah. like, regardless of like being a political person. Like, it's good to be politically aware because people are just going to pull the rug underneath us. I mean, that's, so, you know. We're heading that direction if we don't understand that people if that people did their homework on Joe Biden, all that like we'd be like, all right, we need to yo. What I'm the sending y'all some links on? later, please. I'm yeah. sending y'all. I some probably links. already seen the videos, but as far as the KKK, you know yeah, I already Pharaoh know is? about that. Yeah, I know y'all. You watch freaking Young Pharaoh? Yeah, I watch yeah, Young Pharaoh. I don't dude. watch all of it, right? But right, I, right, I watch right. it. Hell wow, yeah. wow, wow. Yeah, he's. When did he not uh, back up anything that he says though? Receipts. Right. No, Receipts. no, no. Yeah, those those dudes definitely. They go hard. Crazy. He exposed somebody too recently. He exposed everybody. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he'll send him to you. Uh, I was gonna ask. I've, I've, I've heard Young Pharaoh like back in like 2013. Oh, so. you should see, have you seen his recent? Sh- uh, I have not. Oh to be boy, honest. you. Oh, 
That's what I'm saying. You get too deep into it. It's like you don't know what to believe. Yeah. What do you do, by the way? I never asked you, like, is the yeah. is the whole, like, influencer thing, is that your full-time gig or what? I wish. No, I, I work for my father's business. Okay. Uh, he does uh, metal fabricating for um, architectural metal fabricating for, like, corporate interior businesses. Dope. Uh, so we do, like, 3D signage. So if you need something that says, like, you know, your name, we do all that kind of stuff. Really? Yeah. Wow. Dope. Um, That's great. In, in, <laughs> yeah, no. We'll, we'll, oh, man. We'll just have a mic, man. I just, th- I just thought about that, man. Like, I'm cool. Shout out to Justin, man. We gotta gotta get this fourth mic. He had to sacrifice his mic, man. In an ideal world, my voice. (laughs) In an ideal world, what would you want to do? Full time gig. This. This. Just make and start a brand. Yeah. You have a brand. Uh, yeah, which is yeah, but like an actual like clothing brand. So I definitely want to do that, and I'm starting it. It's on its way so far, but we'll see what happens. I think Keezy has a great, like a great hook. It ain't easy being Keezy. I love that. <laughs> I, I paid it. He, he opens up his, uh, his all his content with it. With it ain't, it ain't easy being Keezy. It's cool. It is cool, yeah. man. It's, That's yeah. a t-shirt right there. For me, yeah, it's yeah, about a hook. Be. What What yeah, are the signs easy. of a successful brand based off all your experience? A streetwear brand, clothing brand. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, material, the fit, the logo, all the you know, but like. I'll, I'll give you some context. Like the hundreds, I don't wear too much hundreds now, but when I was younger, I did. Yeah. And it was that atom bomb. Yeah. That just really caught my the eye. Iconic atom bomb. Right now, yeah. not so much. No offense. But, um, and also, again, his story. Yeah. You know, all his blogs and all his content. I was like, man, I, I mess with this guy. You know, yeah. the whole like, you know, I think he used to be a skater or it just really connected with me. But yeah. Thoughts it, on that? It all definitely goes all back to narrative. Yeah. If you, mm-hmm. if your narrative is right, and okay, so, but so there's a balance, right? So, the ultimate brand is really good narrative and amazing product. Mm. Those two combinations, how can you lose, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, holy shit, I like what I'm actually buying and I like the, sh- the, the where this came from, mm-hmm. amazing, right? But if you only, let's just say your narrative sucks, mm-hmm. then your product better be amazing. Now, when you say, when you <laughs> right. say great product, can you be specific? Are you talking about the quality, quality. of the t-shirt or are you talking about the logo, how dope the logo is or the design? The quality of the of the the garment. Okay, so explain this to me. Do you know who Joe Fresh Goods is? Yes. Okay, so Joe. Joe Fresh. I don't know a lot about him, but yes. Okay, so dude out of Chicago used to work at this store called Leaders Thirteen Fifty Four. He just makes T-shirts. Yeah. And he he says it multiple times on podcasts. He did no cut and sew. Most people going to cut and sew. Yeah. Just T-shirts. Yeah. Just simple T-shirts. Yeah. Very successful. Yeah. Thoughts on that? Um. There. There's a. There's a market for everything. I mean, how, how does the San Jose flea market stay open? Because hmm. the consumers that I talk to probably don't go there, mm-hmm. right? We're mm-hmm. not shopping there. We mm-hmm. shop online and sh- mm-hmm. right? But there are, there's a market for that still, mm-hmm. right? And there's still, as much as we made fun of the, the, the hustle hard guys, there's still a market. Oh, please, please. I hope not. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope not. No, there still there is, bro. Man, those are like those college, college, you know, white kids. And there's some shirts that be like entrepreneur and it's like, Okay, I mean, anyways, <laughs> like, um, but there's a market. There still is a market for that, and for it, sure. it, it exists, right? Because y- you, everybody doesn't dress the same. All right, that's a good point. Out of a hundred people, you're gonna get twenty of them that dress like this. That is a good point. Five or six people that dress like <laughs> yeah. this, right? And, you're, and someone's gonna think the the hustle hard shirt is dope. Exactly. Oh, for sure. Somebody that, 18, 19 years sometimes old. Sometimes they buy it because it's their homie. Like, yeah, that's oh, facts. Oh, uh, you know, I'll support. Yeah, here's 30 bucks. So when you get messages in your DMs, uh, you know, say, hey, man, love your stuff. Could you rock this T-shirt? What do you say? What do you do? I don't reply if I don't like it. Okay. 
All right. I think that's, a, that's <laughs> fair, man. Like I, in the beginning I started, I replied and I, I felt bad if I didn't. And I, you know, at this point, Keezy, how about this? Have you ever had someone throw at you, man, but you got to support local bro. You know, you're from the Bay. It's a barrier brand. What do you say? To, because for me, it's just my personal opinions. I'm going to support a brand, Chicago, Phoenix, DC, Bay area. I have to like the brand. Mm-hmm. I can like you, yeah. but you are separate from the brand. I just can't, I can't buy yeah. a t-shirt that that's cheesy as f- mm-hmm. on a Gildan shirt. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts? Um, I If they ask me point blank, I'm going to be like, well, send me what you have and I'll look at it. And if I don't like it, I'm gonna, I don't want to waste your product. You okay. know? It's but professional. If, 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 if I like it, then, you know, we could do something. But, I mean, there's so many of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god i know because i i'll get maybe like a message here uh, and there like very rarely i can only imagine this guy probably gets hit up a lot yeah. based off his content um another brand that i think is super slept on here in the bay um i've been a big fan of theirs been wait a- let me guess stay winning no or not stay winning i'm sorry um uh trillist no okay heard of them keep going oh i'm done i think you're gonna pre- <laughs> no okay no I, I, i'm gonna give you a clue grown man grown man streetwear Grown man's okay. Work. One more clue. Fillmore. Oh wait. You know with Big Rich, and uh, wait. G Easy. Oh, I don't know. I didn't wear it because of G Easy. I've been on them for what years. What is this? What is it? Brooklyn Circus, BKC. I actually never heard of it, dude. It's uh, it's developed in San Francisco originally. Uh, incredible brand. Um, check them out. They're incredible. Are they from Brooklyn? Uh, yeah. Well, start in the Bay. I think he moved to moved to new york oh, okay. i think that's the original story yeah send it but, to me and i'll check it out yeah, yeah the, you know what's weird is that the store they have a brick and mortar here in fillmore and uh they closed down i think temperate not not near perm- undefeated no oh not near undefeated uh just fillmore the i don't know the specific area yeah 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 um but yeah man grown man streetwear super good cuts just very simple i think you'd appreciate it yeah for I'll sure. check it out I'll yeah. check it out shout out to Brooklyn Circus um, shout out to Joe Fresh Goods too man that stuff mm-hmm. is really dope um, going back because I mean I think his context his story is really good yeah I don't know if logo I don't think logo wear now no I no well hold on like the 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 idea behind logo wear it's in today's times I don't think a logo really matters that much be uh, like when you say that what do you mean do like you mean like you you don't your you brand does not have to live off your logo mm. in fact sometimes that's a plague right in uh bobby hundreds you brought up the hundreds right so have you read his book no you should you, you would love it so yep. this is not a t-shirt and he has a whole chapter on the atom bomb and how he hated the atom bomb and how it was a f-ing, he 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 one day he was like well the hundreds doesn't have a logo right we don't have a a mascot and he drew up the atom bomb and made some stickers and these kids, which were his followers, stuck them all over the city and it just became this thing. Wow. Right? And then he started selling the t-shirts and everything. But as a designer, he was like, I'm sick of the atom bomb. I don't want to put this on my clothes anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to move on. But he's still dropping. He just dropped some merch just uh, like a, like less than a month right. ago. Right. So it's a hate-love relationship, right? Or it's, <laughs> because, a, it's a love-hate right, relationship, right? Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, so, you know, and, you know, he, and through the chapter, if you read it in, the, in later on, it, he definitely grew from it and he gives his perspective on it, but that was the beginning of it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, if a brand purely lives on that, you know, current times, you don't really need that. There are brands that are logo lists, right? Kith, for example, some of his stuff, 
Minimal, very minimal. Yeah, there's no logos on most of them. True. I think if I'm not wrong. I like know. those. Like yeah, minimal. very minimal. Yeah. It's like right. John Elliott or something, right? Yeah, dude. I'll, don't get me started, man. John Elliott. I like the cuts, man. Super overpriced. I'm sorry, man. I I don't. He, here's the thing. I can't wrap my it's head around. It's very expensive. John Elliott, um, the Virgil Abloh's, you know, those guys of the world. You know, I no matter. I don't care what it's made out of. It could be made out of gold. It, it. I just can't understand how they constitute these ridiculous prices. Maybe you can break yeah. it down for me. Yeah. Please, because maybe there's a so, business. Okay. Uh. There is some lying in it for sure, but let's exclude that for now. But if you manufacture anything that is just not in China, straight up, it's going to be expensive. Can you imagine trying to produce, you know, raw denim here in in the state in True. the states? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very expensive. In fact, a majority of the uh, the raw denim that is made here in the states is more expensive when you go to the raw you know self edge i'm sure maybe you've been there i don't know it's in san francisco store Mm. i haven't been there no yeah they sell a whole bunch of like japanese uh brands and raw denim and stuff but the american denim is more because to produce anything in america is expensive so are you saying that a lot of these brands like uh the the off-whites and stuff they're they're manufactured not the u.s they're in italy oh they are so that's the you know that right virgil was like okay well 2015 or something he was like bro everybody's using gildan i mean i he you know he was guilty of it too and then all these gildan brands popped up right t-shirt gildan brands and everyone's like yo i'm mm-hmm. not paying you know 70 dollars for a gildan shirt this is stupid so he's like no no fuck that i'm gonna actually move my manufacturing to italy we're gonna have the same aesthetic and but we're gonna produce everything in italy these are the same factories that produce fendi these are the same factories that produce Louis Vuitton, mm. stuff like that. Right? Speaking of Virgil, real quick, do you think he's getting um, just a lot of hate? Do you think do do, they, do you think it's deserved? He's getting a lot of hate. You know, he designed that Pop Smoke album, the uh, the cover art, yeah. and okay. then also you There's know, dude who donated twenty bucks, that, 50, just, 50 bucks. Yeah, fifty Jesus. bucks. He's yeah. the same guy. He's not Virgil is Kanye's guy. Yeah, got it. What are your thoughts? You think it's deserved, or you think that he's just? Um, I think that the people so that's cancel culture. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think cancel culture is fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that the people that participate fully in cancel culture, uh, have are not are just not successful people. That's fair. And those people <laughs> with those opinions, um, yeah, they're just they're a bunch of fucking nobodies. I'm serious. They're a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. It's Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here with this Twitter. We could have this discussion mm. for like another hour on like Twitter. You know what's how separate Twitter is from other platforms? Mm. Think about that. There's people that strictly use Twitter. They don't use anything else. Yeah. I don't know those people, Keezy. Yeah, I'm part of Twitter. Sometimes it's funny. That's well, funny. No, I'm they on Twitter, but I just can't Twitter. imagine. No, I'm on Twitter. Yeah. But I, you're not on Twitter 24-7 looking for the next person to cancel. No. Can you imagine, bro? I don't, well, it just becomes yeah. the snowball effect, right? Where it's like a, it's a sheep thing, mm. right? Oh, it's like, oh. Uh, I don't know what was the what was the, one of the latest things that happened, right? Uh, even politically, right? Politically, and and or or uh, the whole black more li- oh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh my God, that wasn't Black Lives Matter. You know what that was? That was cancel culture matters. Mm. Holy shit! It was just a bunch of people canceling each other. Mm-hmm. Hey, you didn't post. You didn't put your black square. <laughs> Yo, fuck out of here with that. Shit the black square that doesn't do anything i'm so glad you said that man because me, that. niall and i were saying the exact same thing it doesn't do anything. That, first of all that was a conspiracy shit, not to get too far into that but anyway is it don't tell me young pharrell said something about it no i mean everyone said it why did why would you post a black square during black lives matter you gonna black out the whole hashtag so if i search oh, the yeah, hashtag yeah, yeah. the whole thing's blacked out yeah what does a black square do it doesn't well, do anything no, no, i don't nothing. think people are thinking that deeply they just 
again, they rode the wave of it's these two record label execs. You know, they're African American. They started this whole movement, Blackout Tuesday. Well, how did that get so big? Like, well, because no, no. How did those women like? All right, through the help this. of artists and celebrities. That's why. Am I wrong? Well, there's a big part of it too where people jumped on the the bandwagon. And now, I this is personal perspective. I posted the Black Square initially because. What are you supposed to do? Yeah, George Floyd died. Yeah, they stumped on his neck and he, he suffocated and whatever, 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 right? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Even if I go to the march, is that going to help an, another black man to live? Mm. Is this black square going to... Well, it's, But I posted it because I was like, I want y'all to know I'm in support of y'all. Mm-hmm. That was my reasoning behind it. But if you really think about it, that fucked up the whole shit. <laughs> mm. That's because people put black hashtag Black Lives Matter exactly of Blackout Tuesday, yeah. and then they conflated Blackout Tuesday with Black Lives Matter. They weren't thinking the the whole thing. Look, goddamn it, man, we gonna have this goddamn con- time we this got political class conversation. That's what I'm saying. I'm oh. just saying there's a lot. Like I said, that's why I think it should just be like I'm beating on one drum in my political stance on it, but. Like the Black Lives Matter movement, like it's too scattered. People are putting, Thank you. putting, putting people yes. are throwing statues away. People are, people are getting fired or getting quitting because they're not, they're they're not black, but they're playing black characters. Like it's not getting to the it root of it. It is the most yeah. unorganized movement, it really. Yeah. So I, I like I said, it's going to fizzle out. Way, people yeah. are going to get bored because it's not getting anything done. People are bringing up Marxism and and all this stuff. It's Good just, intentions, bad execution. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. I do think people are putting their own agendas in, though. Like people sure. are like, mm, I know you. Got, I know, but I'm putting in my thing. I'm putting in my issues with your Black Lives Matter thing. So it. So there's some people. There most people with good intentions, yeah. but I think people are using this to get clout too. So. Hey, uh, real quick on the rollerblading thing, man. Are, is that is that something you still do? No, I quit. Bro. I quit and started the channel. Nile. Word. Yeah. This dude is like, now was. It, uh, were you a professional? No, there. That sport is dead. As okay. much as I love y'all, if anyone here is watching that used to rule, I mean, it, the sport is just. It's uh. It it yeah yeah. Mm. It it got ostracized and you know it was the competition between skateboarders and rollerbladers and really it, yeah it's just a, di- a dead Niall, sport. It, his it completely died. You Dude, know? he's doing stuff off handrails that I can only dream of on a skateboard. I'm never, assuming. I mean, I'm assuming you stop because also, like, I mean, it's wear and tear on your yeah, body. Yeah, you, you said it in a video. You, like, you were sick and tired of getting like hurt. And to paraphrase, I don't want to. Uh, you said something like, but then you got to the roots of why you started doing it, right? Yeah. Well, that yeah. so that video was like my last hurrah because I made other videos in the past of skating, and I was like, th- I love this sport, but it's just it's it's not alive. You know, like I, when I go skate, I skate with one dude. You know, like. Uh. like Man, you go to the skate park as a skateboard, you get to skate with, you meet new people every day. Yeah. Right? So right. big, right? So I'm like, man, this is not really, you know, what I want to do. But I, I love the sport, so I made that last one, and I'm like, all right, this is the last raw. It is what it is, and I'm, I'm done with this. I got to move on with my life. So. How about this sneaker sneaker streetwear thing, then? How do you find that? I mean, is it kind of a... I Overwashed? Mean, well, I mean, you're doing, the, you're doing all the content mainly on your own, yeah? Yeah, everything's myself, yeah. So do you have like a, I don't, do you have like a, like people behind you? Do you have a crew? Like, do you have, you know, you're talking no. about the whole rollerblading thing. Yeah. You know, you only rollerblade with one person, but do you, like, do you go to events? Do you go to the sneaker um, shows? Do you go to things like that? Well, being, being, doing something on YouTube is pretty lonely. I mean, you guys got your crew here, right? Mm. But if you're like, you know, one man band, it's, it's a lonely game. Mm. <laughs> you're like, you're just literally spending hours in front of a computer. But you have a huge nothing. fan base. You've got 20,000 yeah. fans. So, yeah. you know, you think of it as an audience that's watching you yeah. whenever you're dropping content. That's how I would see it. Yeah, but on the personal level, 
mm-hmm. right? The, I don't I don't have anybody that I can meet up with that is a YouTuber. That's for sure. In the Bay. Besides you. Yeah, uh, but I'm not on your level. Well, I mean, but even though you, I'm sure you probably know more than the average person. I mean, you, you upload, right? Sneakerhead so, in the Bay. Yeah. I was on him conne- before I even moved here. Yeah. So, but then that's where it gets tricky, right? I'm not a sneaker channel, um, right? Yeah, well, He's a sneaker channel. How would you define your channel for people that, that are streetwear? Okay. Yeah. That encompasses everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. As long as it deals, with stu- yeah. As long as it deals with streetwear, then then it's good. I right. really encourage people to check out his channel because it's super informative. You know, you did a jeans review just on even just like like I think it was an H and M and Zara jeans, and oh, it man, was you went deep in the videos. Those old. Oh, bro. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I appreciate it. No, because who doesn't go to the mall and wonders about the diff? You know, the differences between the fit, the quality. He does all that. Word. He's like doing the homework for you, bro. Legit. Word. So. Oh yeah, I I was uh. I, I wound up, you know, I was watching it to like be prepared, you know, for this, no, you know, like, interview. Yeah. But then I was like, I kept watching because I'm like learning a bunch of new, shit, man. I was like, oh, this is cool because, you know, I mean, I'd like to get more into fashion. He's you know, gonna help like, you. yeah, no, definitely those <laughs> videos help a ton. You know, it's sure. funny the starter kit videos they actually indirectly help people. Of for course, sure. yeah, absolutely. You know, it it's it seems as if I'm making fun of everyone and I'm poking fun at everyone, like ah, oh, you can't dress. But really, <laughs> re- but really, it's actually the majority of the people that watch, they're not even a part of any of those kids. They're yeah. just like, oh, oh, tech wears kind of, I kind of do want a hell of pockets. Like, right, right. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, that's right. how you, is that how you do it? For sure. Like, Sorry. Because <laughs> I know you're being yeah. serious, but also I can't take it seriously. Yeah, it's hard like, to take it serious, but yeah. it's a real thing. It's like, you, I mean, yeah. even if you look at your analytics, I'm sure, right? Um, 80% of the people that watch your, they're not people that subscribed. Still to this day is the same for me. Even though there's twenty thousand subs, it's not twenty thousand people watching. It's not that uh, that are subscribed to me. It's new people. Right. It's right, new right. people. Right. right. That are like, oh, I just found this. This is kind of cool. So right. you know. Um. To end it, man. Bay Area fashion. How do you correlate Bay Area fashion and where music is today? Like, what is? I mean, is there even like um, Bay Area fashion? You know, I think something that staples. It if it, it for sure lost its it lost its heyday. You know, mm. it's. But but I think majority of cities lost the city because everyone's just trying to copy Atlanta. Mm. Everybody mm. wants the trap sound. Everybody wants now. Everyone wants to be melodic. Yeah. Not even now. The past five years, everyone wants to be melodic. Sure. The the tr- the true reg- regurgitation of of an artist now is Roddy Rich. Mm. If ev- you know, hella sure. rappers want to be like Roddy Rich. Right. You know what I mean? Melodic. He can spit. It sounds great. Right. It's like an all around delivered package, and you're just like. Roddy Rich, right? <laughs> That's a good point. Because he is a mix. Yeah, He's yeah. from L.A., but he sound like Thug. He sound like Future. He sound like I don't. He sound like hella people. Yeah. In one in one dude. Yeah. And he and he doesn't have no features. Mm-hmm. What? Everybody wants to do that, you know. Right. So when it comes to clothing, isn't I mean hip hop like you said hip hop and, and clothing is damn near, they're parallel. Right. It's the same thing almost like when hip-hop progresses and or you know decreases or whatever mm-hmm. it, it goes along with the clothing too and influence so all these everybody follows roddy everybody follows thug everybody mm-hmm. follows like these are the main people now yeah. they've been the main people right? right and they all the minute you see them oh, what do you got oh i'm gonna wear that too yeah right, right? so yeah. it's it all goes in line with that the bay now doesn't dress like we used to in the 2000s thank god it makes sense, it makes sense. <laughs> i'll be honest until i watch your videos i never because air force ones you know in your documentary about the bay you, you talk about that air force ones came from new york they came it's from the new east york coast thing too yeah. I, I never knew y'all wore air force ones like that yeah 
until recently, you well, notice every single like everyone wears Air Force white, white Air now Force they, Yeah, bro. Well, been on that for years. Yeah, if you think about it though, the Air Force One, yeah, it's intrinsically tied to New York, the uptowns, mm. the all whites. Yep. But the the shoe is so iconic and so versatile that damn near every not every city, a mm. lot of cities in in the world have their own narrative for the Air Force One. Mm. A lot of cities have their own narrative for the the, the Air Jordan One. Mm. Right, 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 right. So. You know, go figure, right? But if, you know, I had the comments on that video, like, nah, bro, it's New York. <laughs> ah, shut up. Uh, I'm not from here. Is there, <laughs> is, is there any brands that, uh, that, that you feel are super slept on, whether it's a Bay or anywhere? Slept on brands, favorite brands that you just, uh, aside from the e, uh, Evisu, Evisu right. Babestas. Mm, so I have a whole series on my channel called Underappreciated Streetwear Brands. Okay. okay. And there's like, at this point, it's probably I named like thirty of them. So maybe go watch that, and okay. then you'll you can pick and choose which one you like. So yeah. okay. okay, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah. How much time was that? I think that's long enough, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, Keezy, I Sweet. I appreciate the conversation. It was awesome Absolutely. talking yeah, to you, man. man. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Um, we'll come back with conspiracies for, for sure. sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Anytime, bro. Uh, follow the man's channel, man. He is a content creator to the core. Whether it's just streetwear, I mean anything streetwear. God, streetwear. I'd even say all your rollerblading. Sh just everything, man. Just anything artistic. Mess with him. Mess with his channels. Keezy TV. And uh, thank you for the time, bro. Appreciate, Appreciate you. you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.